changed my heart, but it is, it's crazy how God puts us through things that we need to go through. Uh, this morning, uh, I still had to print my lesson, and I had to drive out to the peninsula. And it's crazy. I, I woke up, and I had a slit in my tire. So I was like, alright, get my heart right. Uh, I was very upset. I drove all the way to the place where I was going to print. Uh, I need to invest in a printer, obviously. Uh, I get there, and I, I forgot my flash drive at home. So it's like, all right, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Uh, I had to drive all the way back home. I had to find a ride out here. Thank you, AJ, for giving me a ride. Um, then I had to go find somewhere to print it that's maybe a little bit closer than where I was going. So I went to the ODU library. Thank God it was open, uh, which is funny. They're on spring break, so God totally worked that out. But it's crazy how my heart needed to get right for coming here. It's crazy how God put me through this so that I could get my heart right. So coming over here, it's awesome. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for having me over here. And it's cool to, God put me through that so I could get my heart right. And it's cool because like, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, not just having the actions, but making sure that our heart is behind those actions. So go ahead and turn over to Luke 6. We're going to be reading uh, verses 1 through 11. As a church, we've been reading through Luke, uh, and it's been awesome. Uh, and we're going to continue to le- read through Luke until we finish it. Um, in Luke 6, verse 1, it says, One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and His disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat. He also gave some of his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he went 
into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. So my one and only point is, without the right heart, we miss Jesus. So as we see here, the the disciples, they're walking and they come across a grain field. And and then they pick the grain and they start rubbing it in their hands. And the Pharisees... I. I, it feels like right from this that the Pharisees are just kind of stalking the disciples. How do they know they were in the grain field picking the grain? They must have been having a close eye on them. So uh, they said, what is, what is, what is, unlaw- is it unlawful for your disciples to be doing this? And Jesus uh, brings up the, the occasion where David goes into the t- tabernacle and eats the, the bread that is only right for the priest to eat. And here we see... That Jesus is trying to just show his authority. He's like, okay, David went above the law for this. I am the son of man. How much more can I do? And then right after, after he talks about David, he said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. Who created the Sabbath? God. I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. I'm in the same with God. My authority surpasses all. And it's funny because in the in the the account in Matthew, we, we see a little bit more detail that the the Pharisees are are coming at Jesus, and Jesus responds in a way: the Sabbath is is not meant for man, but man for the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Trying to show him the heart behind the Sabbath in the first place. The Pharisees also in the, in the Matthew account we see that that the priest in the in the tabernacle were doing work on the Sabbath. But they only brought it against Jesus. They were only willing to, to condemn him rather than going and talk to them. And you kind of see the heart of the Pharisees. They're watching him in the grain field. They're seeing him in the tabernacle. Uh, or they're seeing him in the, in the synagogue later on that he, he heals this man's hand. And we kind of see just the heart behind what the Pharisees are doing. Jesus wants mercy, not sacrifice. Jesus wants us to have the heart behind what we're doing. But even thinking about the, the Pharisees... They were just doing what they thought the law commanded them to do. In Exodus 35, too, it says, Whoever does work on the Sabbath shall be put to death. Leviticus 23, 31. Do no work at all on the Sabbath. So we, we like to picture these Pharisees as, as just being like bad people, but they were just obeying what they believed the law said. Yeah. But obeying the law is different from having... Or knowing the heart behind the law itself. The Sabbath was meant for a day of rest. What is rest for? If like we work all week and then we take a day and we just rest. It's to bring us back to our original state. It's to rejuvenate. It's to restore our energy. Even in Leviticus 25 it talks about that you need to have a Sabbath for the land. 
you, you, you can uh, harvest through six years, but on the seventh year, you, you need to not harvest at all so that the nutrients and everything can go back into the land so that next year that you can still have a harvest. So the whole idea behind the, the Sabbath is, is not just not to work, but to restore the body. And Jesus knew this, and he, he kind of he pulls out even the Pharisee's heart even more as, as he goes into the, uh, the, the synagogue on another Sabbath. He brings, uh, there's a man there with a shriveled hand, and he, know, he hears the, the thoughts of the Pharisees, and he knows they're there just to accuse him. So what does he do, being Jesus? All right, you stand up right in front of everybody, all right? Just picture it. This, in the synagogue, you have all the Pharisees and everybody else that are hearing Jesus preach, and then you have this guy with a shriveled hand, and Jesus, knowing the thoughts of the Pharisees, asks them a question. Is it lawful to do good or evil? To save life or to destroy it? Directing this question at the Pharisees, he hears their thoughts. And he, I can just imagine Jesus sitting there, looking around, as all their faces are just dull and like, I'm not going to answer that. Like, like, you're just trying to trick me. But we see just how wrong the motivation that the Pharisees have. Because even after he asks this question, what do they do? Like, what are we going to do with Jesus? We can't have this. They completely missed the Savior because their heart wasn't right to seeing or listening to his teachings. I think it's ironic that... The Sabbath is meant for rest, restoration, bringing back full, um, uh, the original form. But what, what did Jesus do in this, the synagogue? He healed this man's hand, brought it back to its original form, restoring his hand. They, they, they didn't have the right heart behind the law, so they missed it. I know for, I know for me, it's, it's easy to kind of sit back and like, well, they're, they're terrible. Like they had Jesus right in front of them and they missed it. Like... Wow, how could they do that? They had Jesus. But I know so easily I can fall into the trap of, I had my quiet time this morning. I was good. I checked the box. But did it have an effect on my life? Did it do anything? Or even, even deeper than that. Like, why do I not sin? Why do I try not to sin? Is it because it makes me feel guilty? Is it, it makes me feel bad about myself, so I avoid it? Or is my heart behind not sinning, or, or striving not to sin, because Jesus died on the cross. Jesus put his life out there. Right. Not the guilt that I feel, or how bad of a person I feel. And even, even the routine of coming to church. Is it, oh, it's Sunday, so I go to church. Or is it, I'm here in church because I want to glorify God. I want to learn about God. I want to praise God. I want to sing these songs to lift God's name up. I know for me, I, I struggle with that. I struggle to have a genuine heart every time I do something spiritual. What is it for you? Is it your quiet times? Is it uh, just having that programmed religious uh, occasion every morning? I have my quiet time, and then I go off and do other things. Or is it... I get to have my quiet time this morning. I get to read my Bible this morning. I get to draw near to God every single day. How awesome is that? Come on, Having that heart. And for me, I can, I can so easily miss it. What, is, it is it sin? Is it your motivation behind not sinning? 
Is it that guilt that you feel? Is it, I just don't want to do it because I'm going to have to confess it. And I, I don't want to look bad, so I just choose not to. Or is it that love of God? Does Christ's love truly compel you? Or is it your own selfish uh, vision of yourself or, or view of yourself making yourself want to feel better about yourself? Do we refrain from that because of it? What about our prayer lives? I, I know so easily for me, like, after, after I have my quiet time, I pray. It's, it's very routine. I, I, I pray before my quiet time so I can get something out of it. And then I, I pray while I, after I read. Because so, that's just my natural routine. But is it becoming more of a routine? Or are you really pouring your heart out to God? Even with communion. Uh, right before, are you just taking the bread and the, the cup and, oh, I'm cleansed? Or are you truly examining yourself? Do you have the right heart even behind that? It, it was uh, cool what Kendrick shared about even and giving, having the right heart to give. Is it the, the trays are passed, I don't want to look bad, uh, or I, have a, I, I care what other people think, so I'm going to throw a whole lot of money in the, the basket so people see me as... Being super giving. Or is it because you have the right heart? You want to give to God. Because God has already given you so much. And you have a genuine genuine and generous heart behind it. What is your motivation? I think with all these reasons, the the reason we we do the routine or the guilt or, or just giving out of selfishness is because our focus is not on Jesus anymore. It's on ourselves. And how can we change that? How can we change just the routine of having a quiet time, the routine of going to church, the routine of, of just even sharing your faith? How can we change that? Is, is going back and not missing Jesus. Seeing Jesus in his heart for people. Seeing Jesus and how much he loved being with God in the Garden of Gethsemane. He loved it. Like he was overwhelmed to the point of death, but that was the time where he could really just pour his heart out to God. I know for, for myself, I, I can so easily fall into that temptation to just go through the motions. But if we don't have the heart behind it, what's the point of the actions? They're, they're not fulfilling what they're supposed to fulfill. You're losing the heart behind it. And you become just like the Pharisees. How can we change that? I think with the quiet times, find something that you need to work on. I know for myself, I've been reading through the NetMenders reading plan. And it's a, it's a good amount of reading. Two chapters of the Old Testament, one New Testament, one Psalm. And it can, I can easily be like, alright, I just got to read it. Alright, I'm done with that. This world is very fast paced. You're, you're always, alright, what's the next thing I got to do while I'm having my quiet time? What's the next thing I have to accomplish rather than, this is just my time with God. Instead of just having the heart behind it. I think our, our, our laziness, it, it, it takes time and effort to really examine your heart every time you do something spiritual. Like, it takes time to get your heart right, to, to get your heart right before you even come in the doors. I, I know this morning, like I said, I, I was having a rough morning. Uh, I had to pray continuously on the ride over here, me and AJ. Like, all right, I just got to get my heart right before I come in here. I've had a rough morning. And I'm here to praise God. I'm not here to sulk or anything like that. I'm here to praise God. Amen. Because think about it. In Colossians 3, 23, it says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, 
making sure your heart is right with everything that you do as you're working for the Lord. Think about it. If you did that, if you worked at everything with all your heart, how better would life be? If, if you imagine Jesus just standing right beside you with everything you did, would He approve? Yeah, that your heart was completely correct when you were having your quiet time this morning. Like when you were examining yourself before the cross, man, I, I'm lifted up because of that. Sharing your faith, are you doing it out of obligation or you really have a heart for the lost? I think the main focus of everything we do has to be God. Because that's the point of Christianity. Christ. Christ needs to be our motivation. To draw near to God and our, for our hearts to, to be soft so that it can promote that action. And then when we have that heart, Jesus works. Jesus blows our mind when we have our heart for God. Uh, I'm, this, uh, I graduated from Old, Old Dominion uh, this past December, so I'm still a, a young graduate, a young alum. But this past December semester was the hardest of my life. I, uh, I studied civil engineering, and one of my classes was my senior design project. And in this class, we had to design uh, the ins and outs of a two-story dining hall. That includes the material that go into it. The, the foundation underneath of it, the wastewater that's going to go from it, the, the runoff, all of these things, the transportation, getting the, the loading dock, and everything in this building. I spent over 160 hours on this project. Not only was, that was one class, I took 15 credits. I was also, it was my first semester leading the TCC ministry. So it was a, there was some growing pains there. Uh, as well, it was the first semester that I'd been leading with my girlfriend, so the, there's obviously, there's some growing pains there as well, trying to encourage her and lead her in spiritually. So I, I felt very overwhelmed. I had a lot on my plate. I had the, the school. It was my last semester. I, I wanted to graduate, so I had to do well in my classes. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to see the ministry move. Uh, TCC is in Virginia Beach. So Old Dominion is in Norfolk. That's a half-hour commute every other day. So... It was a lot on my plate. And the first month of it, I tried to do it myself. I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my homework. I'm going to encourage my girlfriend. But I'm, I'm going to make this ministry work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push forward and, and God's going to be glorified. But it was all on me. I didn't have the right the motivation or the heart behind it. And to be honest, it, it didn't go well. I set up a lot of Bible studies. I was putting in the work, but they all fizzled out. No one really was serious. Schoolwork, I was stressed. Like, I remember just going to bed at 3 in the morning because I just had so much work to do. Waking up at 8 so I can go out to TCC. Like, my, my day was packed, but I was still feeling exhausted. I wasn't being refreshed by God. I didn't have the right motivation behind it. It wasn't until someone came up to me and I was like, man, you, you, you look tired. I was like, I am. <laughs> But they, they, they started digging into my heart. They started helping me see my own heart behind it all. And then I repented. I, I changed my mindset. I changed my heart. Every night before I went to bed, I was on my knees for at least half hour just praying. Like, God, help the ministry move. Help me get my work done. Just, I want to see you glorified. 
in the mornings when I was having my quiet times. I was studying out specific things that I could use throughout the day. Studying out the love for the lost as I go on the campus. Studying out, like, even Colossians 3, doing everything as if you're doing it for the Lord. Like, in my classes, am I being spiritual? I was reaching out to a guy in my class. If I'm, if I'm stressed in all these things in my classes, how is this guy going to see Christ through me? So I had to change my heart completely. And it's cool because, like, after that, God completely worked. We had our first baptism at TCC in over a year. I'm, in high school, I graduated a tenth of my class with a 4-3. So I had the intelligence, but I'd never gotten straight A's. Never. I took a lot of AP courses and stuff like that. This semester was the hardest semester of my life. But it was also when I let God work, I got the best grades I had ever gotten. Like, God completely worked it out when my heart was right for Him. And I think that, that worked. That's, that's how it works. Even uh, as uh, our brother was talking about, even the fruits of the Spirit. God produces in us when we have the right heart. Where's your heart? What's your motivation? God says He wants mercy, not sacrifice. He doesn't just want the actions, but He wants the heart behind the actions. All right. And by doing this, God's not going to miss it. God's going to produce fruit in your life. Come on, brother. Amen. And that's, that's, that's encouraging. Like, it's not anything that we're doing, but it's how we're doing it. What's our motivation behind doing it? Think about if we all did this. If we all had the heart of Jesus. Everything we did, we acted on because we just wanted to be more like Jesus. We wanted to glorify God. In our quiet times. Before we come to church. Think about it. If we all had that, that motivation to just glorify God when we're here. There would be no, I'm sitting by myself. In, in quietness. Everybody would be coming here fired up. Everybody would be looking like Bruce Diggs. Like just trying to give everybody a hug. You'd have spiritual conversations. You'd be getting in people's lives because you want to see God glorified. In your quiet times, your life would be completely changed. You would be changing your character. You, you would be working on how to be closer to God. Even fighting in sin. You would be willing to fight more in sin because your heart was to glorify God. And you see, you were compelled by the cross rather than compelled by, I just don't want to sin because it makes me feel bad. You'd go so much deeper in fighting your sin by just having the right motivation. Just think about it. The Pharisees, they completely missed Jesus. They were there to accuse Him. They were stalking Him pretty much to, so that they could prove Him wrong. And spoiler alert, they eventually killed Him. So I think it's really important to even examine our own hearts today. Examine our own hearts as we leave here. Are you here because you want to get closer to God? Or are you here because it's Sunday? And that's something to even think about throughout your day. While you're at work. While you're at home. What is your motivation behind doing anything religious? Behind praying? Is it you like to say the religious rambling? Or are you really pulling out your heart? I think that's, that's what God wants. God wants our heart, not just our actions. So as we leave today, let's make sure that we do have the right heart. Let's make sure that we're praying for the right heart and giving God glory as He should have. Amen? Amen. God be with
Alright, church, next, next song we'll be singing is 717, I'll be listening. Please stand. Alright.